Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. As promised, joining me now for the Washington Commanders, Farad Gardner, former Raging Cajun. Farad, good morning, man. Does that does it? You still getting used to that former Raging Cajun thing? Because you've been called a Raging Cajun since like 2017. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a minute. I mean, I'm always going to be a Raging Cajun through and through. So um, just to hear that forming now is a little bit different. But, I mean, it was a transition I was kind of waiting on. So it's it's good to be a commander and it's good to be in the situation I'm in. Yeah, you've had um, quite a, a journey through college from preferred walk-on at Mizzou to JUCO to uh, a number of years with the Cajuns, but such a, such a big part of it. Um, and, you know, part of a, a rejuvenation within the program – um, part of, you know, two different staffs. And how much do you feel like your college journey, <clears throat> excuse me, has prepared you for this next step of being a UDFA and, and, you know, doing what you can to break your way onto the commander's, you know, regular season roster? I think it's just throughout the coaching staffs that I've had at my collegiate career at Louisiana, I think it's just prepared me to be a professional, you know, day in and day out. Um, Coach Napier really emphasized being a pro, doing the little things that guys don't want to do that are going to be successful to you in the long run. Really, your body is your business. And he was preaching that to me at an early stage. And sometimes I'll listen and sometimes I wouldn't, to be honest. But now I really see the, the purpose of what he was saying and then the belief in what he was saying. And everything was intentional, what he was teaching us. So between him and my defensive coaches, I think they instilled a lot of good values in me, good morals in me. And and a, a really good work ethic. So I think that'll translate really well to the next level. What What do you feel like is going to be the kit? The, maybe, maybe you just said it. Maybe I'm just being redundant here. But is there one specific aspect of what you mentioned that you think will have the biggest role in you making that impact in camp, in the preseason, and, and getting that regular season contract? I think the biggest thing is to be accountable. You know, just be a guy that the that my teammates can count on, that the coaches can count on, and somebody that I can that they can rely on. You know, you want to be a guy that is always going to be in the right position, that's going to know his job, know his role, and be able to make plays and, and be a great teammate. So I think that'll be a good opportunity for me, and it's something I want to pride myself on going into this situation. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports, Farad Gardner, our guest. What was the draft process like for you, Farad? I'm sure there was a a part of you that wanted to be drafted, but uh, take us through how the process played out and, you know, what you were expecting, I guess, going in, if you had any expectations. Um, going into the draft, I didn't really have any expectations, seeing that I missed uh, a good amount of pro day. I didn't really participate in anything. All I did was bench. So I know um, a lot of teams were really hurt by that, and that definitely helped my stock. Not guaranteeing I was going to get picked up, but, I felt like if I would have performed on pro day, how I knew I, I could. I, th- I think I would have got a good shot getting picked up. But nevertheless, I have a, um, I had a process going into it. I had some teams call me the day that the draft started, and uh, on day three, I had some teams call me that morning as well, saying they would, they had draft grades on me, so they were thinking of picking me up, or you know, they were looking at taking me at this spot or this spot. But nobody ended up ultimately making the ultimate decision, and um, going into the fifth and sixth round my agent started calling me and telling me I had some offers from some teams doing the undrafted and told me to start looking at the rosters that they had sent me and told me to start considering teams that we would like to go to and, and start considering better offers and um the Washington offer stood out to me the relationship with the coaching staff that stood out to me and uh, it was a done deal 
That's cool, man. And you make that decision. You also have a teammate that got drafted by him. Is it kind of nice to know that uh, when you head to rookie camp, you're going to have a familiar face there with you? Um, it'll definitely be interesting. You know, me and me and Perry have already talked kind of motivated each other. So, you know, it's a, it'll be a really good situation. That's really one of my my closer friends as well. So to be on the same team with him again is, is a great feeling. And um, I'm just excited for him, you know, the opportunity, the work that he's put in is countless. You know, he's a really great individual and a better player. So I'm excited to see how he, his future pans out in this in this situation. How are you feeling from a health standpoint? You mentioned, you know, pro day and, and only doing the bench. Where, where are you at physically heading into this? I'm 100% ready to go. Um, I'm very opt- I'm very optimistic about this opportunity just because um, I felt like I was overlooked because I didn't get to participate in Pro Day. So a lot of teams were really pressed about my numbers, but at the same time they weren't pressed, if that makes sense. Um, it's just like I want to go show everybody that I'm as athletic as I really am, you know. Athletic as people, some people say, and some people doubt. I just really want to go show like I'm playing. So I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for that. What What is the plan for you now? What do you do between now and when you when you get up to uh, to Arlington and get ready for rookie minicamp? Just work out. Just work out every day. Um, I have a regimen I've been sticking to since I've been in Atlanta. Right now, I've been training in Atlanta, and I have a, a few places that I train at. And um, some people that are working with me doing some physical therapy as well, just to take care of my body. You know, your body is your business at this point. So um, I've really been emphasizing that, just taking care of my body. That's been a big emphasis for me after this whole process has been going on. So I've just been really working, 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 working. And just when I get this opportunity, when I get up there, it's just really time to show that I'm not out of shape. I'm good. I'm 100%. I'm fluent, I'm able to learn the playbook, and I'm able to play fast. And I think those are some things that I really show that I really want to be there. Man, play fast. That was uh, – I, I remember some games for uh, where you're all over the field, tackles everywhere, that sideline-to-sideline speed that you showed, which obviously is extremely important if you want to play the linebacker position to the next level. That's such an attribute to your game. Um, when it comes to other aspects of the team, maybe not just playing linebacker on defense, but – Special teams. What is your approach to special teams when you enter an NFL camp? Just go get it. Just, you know, one play at a time, one step at a time, just try and be the best player out there. I pride myself on trying to be the best athlete on the field as soon as I step on the field. So regardless if it's defense, kickoff, punt, punt block, you know, I want to go out there and make a play. You know, whatever impact I have on the team, I just want to be impactful and I want to be heard. I want to be felt. I want to have my presence felt on that field. So, um, just going down on punting, making a play like like Carson. You know, I just want to go ahead and try and be that guy for the team. If that's what they need, I want to be able to go do it for them, and I know I can. So I just want to go show the teams that I, um, I'm ready for this opportunity, and I want to make the most of it. Well, I know all of uh, Rage Cajun Nation is certainly rooting for you, Farad. They'll be following it closely. And on that note, what is your favorite memory from your, your time at UL? Um, On the field or off the field? How about both, one of each? Okay, on the field, I definitely got to say winning the Sun Belt Championship in Louisiana and Swamp, you know, that was just something we had really been priding ourselves going into the season. So to be able to actually bring that into fruition with a, a lot of guys who I came in with, you know, stuck in and worked day in and day out, it's like some of my true friends, to have that championship and have that confetti come out on Lafayette, it was just 
an unbelievable feeling. Like really, words can't describe it. And then to get on the stage with the rest of the captains and be up there with Coach Napier and see all the fans storm the field, man, it was just an unbelievable feeling. And then, um, for as far as off the field, my favorite moment was we were in a team meeting setting in ball camp. I think this might have been. This might have been 2020 or 2021. I'm not entirely sure. But we were in a fall camp setting, and Coach Hockey comes in, and we had a pool day. And now, if you know Nate, you know there's no such thing as a pool day. It's all about the work. It's all about the regimen. It's all about the process. So when Hockey comes in and says pool day, nobody has a reaction. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thinks it's a joke, and nobody <laughs> is, like, hype. Nobody says anything. So then he hockey had to come back and he started throwing floaties at us and he throwing like beach balls at us and he was like, No, like really I need to go in the indoor and get some snacks and then head over to the um head over the bourgeois <laughs> because that's where the pool was set up. And so it literally took probably about like ten minutes to get people from out of the team room just to go in the indoor and get stuff on because nobody believed them. We always just ready to go ahead and get I think we had a walkthrough that day. We were all ready to go ahead and get the walkthrough over with and just get through meetings. So when hockey came in there saying that nobody really believed him, that just showed like how we were just ready to work. Our minds were just set on doing the work. You know, we weren't really going for any of the tricks. It was just we were just set in a set in a way, like set like a robot, just do the work, do the work, do the work. So that was just something that was always going to stick out to me. Something that was really funny, just the reaction to my teammates' faces when hockey came in there and said that. So that's something that's always going to stick with me. It's like somebody having a big surprise party for them. They walk in, surprise, and they just, you know, stoic, nothing, no reaction yeah, at all. Like, like, it's a pool day. Like He's no thinking you aren't going to jump up, and you're like, yeah, whatever, coach, okay. It's like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> all right, start to move. <laughs> Rod Gardner has been our guest. Hey, man, um, all the best. We'll be rooting for you. Um and and knowing you're gonna bring that that hard hat and lo- that hard hat and lunch pail and that work ethic you have over there to uh, to Washington and um we'll be following you and personally over there with the Commanders hope to have you on the show again in the future man uh, continued success and we'll talk to you down the line yes sir thank you so much thank you for this opportunity thank you for having me you got it.